There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Where are we? June. June. June 1982. The much anticipated June 1982. Where are we at? We're recording this on the 15th. That ain't bad. Middle of the month. That's better for us. Yeah. Well, it's better than last month, isn't it? But not as good as the month before. We we peaked, I thought, the month before. We, we went in so early. I think we just done our load too quickly. Yeah. And... It, it was a bit of an April Fool's, wasn't it? In a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. And Fooled everyone in the false sense of security that we'd be able to deliver it on the first week of the month. Absolutely. Well, look, before we get into music, TV, films, and all the all the usual shit, Prince Andrew, he's a sweaty nonce. He certainly is. Uh, what happened then? Like, because it all looked fucking incredible. Yeah. I mean, it done all right in the end. I, I mean, yeah, finished at number 20 in the main charts, which... At first, for about five minutes, I was like, oh. And then you just go, no, fucking hell. There's a song called Prince Andrew's a Sweaty Nonce. And when you see it there in fucking print, (laughs) in the charts, Prince Andrew's a Sweaty Nonce. It's in the charts. It's in the fucking charts. And best-selling song of the Jubilee Week. Because that's it. I mean, for, for those that are maybe unaware, the fact that you didn't get... Like any higher than that was because of the streams, is it? On that, like that, 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 not, that, not actual hard sales, you fucking romped it, didn't you? Hard, hard, hard sales outsold yeah. fucking Kate Bush, Lady Gaga, um, Harry Styles. Yeah, which, which when you say that, it, it's fucking mental, isn't it? Because absolutely, it's just you know, like a little fucking hardcore community of wrong and just yeah. going, come on, let's fuck things up, absolutely. And, and we can, you can fucking do it, but but yeah. Uh, You've had three charts. Do you know what? I did that little fucking self-indulgent thing. I, I, I can't fucking find my phone. But I did that little self-indulgent thing. Oh, actually, here it is. I'll just fucking show you. So for you people listening now, I'm just, I can't fucking multitask, so I'm just having to do this. And Right, you got your, you got your 
Tell, tell them what I'm doing. Well, you're just literally looking at your phone. Like, having a little... Uh, go on, what are you showing me? Right. Let's have a little look. I'm adding it over. Right, you've just shown me the official charts. Cunts, singles. Uh, yeah, that's fucking incredible. It's you, You've literally got your own page documenting peak position, number five, number five, number 20. Fucking brilliant. Oh, how good's that? But when you see the titles together, it just looks really nice, doesn't it? How many people... I mean, I've just watched that pistol, right? The thing about the, the, the pistols. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and you you know, they, they obviously showed a Bill Grundy thing and, and, and they show, you know, how much of a scene that that caused. Boris Johnson is a fucking cunt. A year later, Boris Johnson is still a fucking cunt. <laughs> he was. A few, oh, he, he, he is. Absolutely, still is, yeah. And, and a few months later, Prince Andrew is a sweaty nonce, right? <laughs> That is punk as fuck, my friend. Like, it just makes me really happy. It should make you fucking happy. Like that is like consistently fucking rattling cages of cunts. Def- definitely going to end up dead in the Dartford Tunnel. Do you know what I was? Uh, <laughs> I was talking to people about what you've been up to. I was like, I know sooner or later, me and you are going to be out and about, and then I'm just going to look and I'm going to see a little red dot on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You just crying, covered in blood, <laughs> like Carrie. <Yeah. laughs> no, I like to think you'd do the Costner. No. <laughs> imagine if yeah, you just done that. You just took a dive to save someone, and imagine if you, the bullet just ricocheted and took your helmet off, oh. and like, and that was it. Like, how, how would you? How do you think our relationship would be? Put yourself in that position as well. If you took a, a bullet in the helmet for for me, if like the rest of your life you just had like a little fucking a little stem, like no with, like, like a little leg cup, it had nothing on the top, and it was there completely fucking useless. But and, and I'm at like I'm, I've lived and like I, I've done really well out of this. Like obviously all of a sudden the, the news has got hold of it that you know this fucking troublesome agitator that's been fucking upsetting the government and the royals. You know, has now got to live in his little fucking bedsit with his stumpy little stem. Whereas, like, I've fucking sold the story about fifteen times over. I'm out. I'm like fucking orgies. I'm like, I'm having a fucking time of my life. I'm, t- I'm, I'm taking you to civil court <laughs> to get your el- your helmet reinstated on my cock. <laughs> Have a proper fucking helmet transplant. They could do it nowadays. Would you want my helmet on no, yours? God no. I've heard how cheesy your helmet is. Would you rather have no helmet? I'd rather have no helmet than your helmet. <laughs> It'd be like that fucking film with Christopher Lee where he has the hand transplant. He'd like, your horrible helmet. What, and have a little mind of his own? <laughs> Definitely. Wake up in the middle of the night and he's taking you to the woods to jump out on some ladies. Oh, fucking hell. Right, June 1982. What are we starting with today? You ain't done the shout-out for Urban Inc. Oh, I haven't, have I? Urban Inc., um, long-time sponsors. Um, and we're, we're really grateful of that um, because, well, no one else is going to, are they? They're trapped in an abusive relationship with us because if they <laughs> if they stop sponsoring us, they're just going to look like a bunch of humorless cunts. So they're just, we've fritzalized them. <laughs> um, so massive love to Urban Inc. Urban Inc., um, for those that don't know, um, if this is your first time listening, hello, welcome to uh, 
uh, acceptable in the 80s podcast. Um, Urban Ink are our sponsors, and they are a, uh, a, a tattoo business. They've got three studios, Brentwood, Romford, and Southend, uh, and they're lovely people. And they got in touch and said, we'd like to sponsor the podcast um, because they listen. Uh, and for some reason, they want to attach their brand to this. Um, we're still unsure as to why, but uh, we love them dearly for it. Um, what they also do um, is they've given us a discount code. <clears throat> so you can save yourself some money on a tattoo by uh, getting in touch with Urban Ink uh, at any of their studios. Um, just just Google Urban Ink Tattoos and, uh, and you'll get um, the numbers for all three studios. Ring them up and say, look, I want a tattoo. Uh, and trust me, like I know we've just said that they're uh, the only people that want to sponsor us. Um, but both Cunt and I have, have, have got plenty of tattoos. I've had four of my tattoos done at Urban Ink, actually. Uh, and, yeah, they're, they're really, really fucking good. Um, like with the HIV drugs now, you're just going to have a normal life. So what they've done is... Um, they've given us a, a discount code yes. to save you 20% off a tattoo... Wonderful. Good job on me at wipe your ass, oh, isn't it? Thanks, mate. Thanks. And the discount code this month is nonce. Why did you whisper it? I don't know. I've, I've shouted it a lot over the last month, so I just <laughs> wanted to try it different. <laughs> Have you tried to make it? Is it possible to make the word nonce sexier? I can't. <clears throat> it ain't a sexy word, nonce, is it? Apart from nonces. One one thing that I was particularly impressed with, with with the Prince Andrew campaign was we've made nonce a swear word. It they was, were starring it out, and it was trending on Twitter, wasn't it? Nonce trended twice on Twitter <laughs> in that in that way. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag good's that. Hashtag nonce. Um, so yeah, if you want to save yourself twenty uh, percent off of your next tattoo, get in touch with Urban Ink, um, Brentwood, Romford, or Southend. Um, get in touch with the gang there. They're super lovely. And, and ring them up. Tell them that you listen to the podcast. You want to get a tattoo and say, I'd like to save some money. Uh, and you need to say... Nonce. <laughs> there you have it. Okay, what are we starting with? Films. Films. Big month for films. Actually, I did just want to say, were there any nonces in the 80s? No, they were strangers, weren't they? Yeah. Because yeah. there was nonces in the 70s, weren't there? Uh, Saville, Harris, Stuart Hall. Yeah, but they weren't nonces till the 90s, were they? What were they known as in the 70s? Uh, successful radio DJs. National Treasures. <laughs> National <laughs> Treasures. <laughs> That's what they were known as. Oh, dear. They, they actually were, weren't they? That's the thing. Harris, Saville. Was Stuart Hall a National Treasure? Yeah. He, well, he had that quirky way of speaking, didn't he? Does that flowery language. Um, yeah, I think in the yeah National Treasures in the seventies, it was it was more sort of strange, strange, stranger danger, and uh, yeah, in the nineties and the noughties, um, yeah, repeat sex offenders. Should we talk about films? Yeah, let's. <laughs> Um, right, the first film I want to talk about, um, Annie come out. Yeah. Have you seen Annie? Uh, I've, I've seen bits of it. I, I can't say I've watched it all the way it's through. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's yeah. probably what I could tell you about tomorrow, Annie. Tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> I have to say, that song just makes me think of some stage school kid that you just want to boot in the face. It's going to come out tomorrow. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar. Shut up. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking picture of uh, Wanna Feel Old, this is what Annie looks like now, and it's a picture of Mick Ucknell. He's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I quite liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a bit more like sort of theatre trained than you, and I like I I, I, I'm a bit more like showbiz than you. I don't know. I think you just kind of see all them girls in a home, and you feel like Savile in Holt Lagarin. <laughs> well, speaking of orphanages, like, how do you think you would have fared as an orphan? <sighs> badly, very badly. You wouldn't have been any good as an orphan. <laughs> Is it with you thinks you can fucking kip in the woods, stay on an island and be alright as an orphan? <laughs> Fuck off. I won't get the You'd have had a target on your back, fucking hell. You'd have been you'd have been in a bunk bed with Gripper Stepson. <laughs> Bummed off by all the fucking caretakers. No! You had that cute little teddy bear face. No! No, no. I mean I always think, like, because I was threatened with boarding school as a kid. Was you? Yeah. Like, I was, like... Why who? Your mum? My mum and dad. Once, they got, like, a, a, a brochure from a boarding school. Because I was, like, I'd have little temper tantrums, like, you know, uh, when I was a kid. Like, and I remember at one point, they were just saying, like, if you keep misbehaving, you're going to boarding school. And I remember thinking, like, boarding school was going to be, like, an orphanage. Like, oh, my God. Like... I guess it probably isn't that. I think I got threatened with Baldy. I, I think that. I think that might. Do you think that might have just been something that your parent like? They got a brochure said at the time. <laughs> <laughs> got a fucking brochure, and like, did it look nice? Well, yeah, the brochure looked quite nice, but I didn't want to go and like go to a school with a load of strange kids and have to sleep there. No, be rubbish. And obviously, knowing what I know now, I didn't want to get bummed either. That all happens there, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you think if you would have got lost when you went travelling, you would have ended up in an orphanage? When I was 18, why would I have ended up in an orphanage? I'm just thinking, you know. I think I'd have ended up in a dungeon somewhere. What? Did you get to Eastern Europe? Because like, I know that there's a lot of like that, that sort of stuff happens no, out in there. France. There Did was you... that fucking weird bloke come up and tried to make us go back to his caravan for chips. <laughs> what happened when you got out of France when you got into Spain <laughs> such a cunt <laughs> alright so alright so you, you didn't end up in come a come home I'll come home <laughs> orphanage in Boulogne <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I mean I, I remember like we spoke about when I ran away didn't we Where'd you run around? You ran away round to my house with your yeah. Casio Vialto. <laughs> but like, I, I do remember thinking, like, you know, back then, like, if you run away or you know, balls, it, it'd be like Annie. Like, you'd, you'd be in like these like big dorms with like, and I've, I don't, I've never been to an orphanage. I don't, you know, but I imagine they're probably relatively nice places in in modern days now. But I just remember thinking it was going to be like Annie. I didn't fancy that unless they had a little sing song. 
think there was a lot of singing went on in orphanages in the eighties. Nah. Apart from the Jim will fix it theme tune. Blade Runner come out. Yeah, it did, didn't it? You seen it? I saw Blade Runner about thirty years ago, and I, I haven't seen it since. I went to Secret Cinema to watch it. What's What's that? The The thing where they recreate it a bit. Mm. So how was that? Um, Do you we, like Blade Runner? Uh, no, it's really boring. Um, uh, it's it's Han Solo, but he's not Han Solo or Indiana Jones. I do prefer him when he's Han Solo, mostly. Yeah. I like Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? He ain't Han Solo. No, he's not Han, Not. It's just not Han Solo enough. I don't know what his name is in Blade Runner. He's an half handsome in Blade Runner. Oh, is he? Yeah, really handsome. Uh, but the... The film itself didn't interest me, but we went to the secret cinema because we like going to secret cinema. And in the film, it's like I think it's like acid rain, like in like this this world that they live in, uh, and it was raining inside. It was really fucking cool. Yeah, and like and there was loads of like interactive stuff that you went and done. Then watched the film. Can I just stop you and say that's what my mum used to call the holes in the front of my dad's pants in the nineteen eighties? <laughs> acid rain. <laughs> Oh dear! I didn't realise the pants were like play up because you. Are, I remember your old man's socks used to kick up. Yeah, like <laughs> he worked hard, he played hard. And his socks fucking stunk. <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, I just remember thinking like I, I watched it when I was young, Blade Runner. And yeah, and I saw it at Secret Cinema. And I felt I fell asleep. Oh really? Just what in secret cinema? Well, no, when, when it, the, the experience is finished, you go and watch the film. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There was like stuff going on in and around the screen once you sat there. But it was just like I'd had a couple of drinks as well. Yeah. And like, but yeah, it's just a bit boring. You got anything yeah. to say about Blade Runner? No, not really, because it is so long ago that I see it. I just don't really remember it. We well, can talk about it. Was it Vangelis Blade Runner? Yeah, it was. Yeah. We can talk about him now because he's died, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, another one. Did we talk about... Oh, we spoke about Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire. That killed him off. Yeah. Um, Hope fucking old Han Solo don't cock it this week. We'll really be for it. God, If you kill someone from Star Wars, that's it. Yeah, we've finished the podcast. Absolutely. I did see that not many people are uh, are watching Piers Morgan's new show. Oh, oh really? I I don't know anything about it. Piers Morgan's got a new um, show uh, on... Is it that GB News thing? Oh, is it on GB News? Yeah, he's over there. He's, I think Farage is over there. They, they, That's got... really a graveyard for cunts, oh, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Like, Nigel Farage and fucking, yeah, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan and Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage and Piers Morgan. Eh? Pair of cunts. Pair of cunts. Um, I, I always think I'd... Nigel Farage having it large on a barge. To some house and garage. Whenever I hear Nigel Farage, that goes through my head. I always think like Piers Morgan, cunt. genital organ, or that Piers Morgan, ladies' genital organ. Yeah, that's my new book of poems. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other films do you want to talk about? Um, well, I've just been through the list of films that was on. Uh, there's loads this month, aren't there? Yeah. Compared to normal. Um, Last American Virgin was a remake of Lemon Popsicle. Oh, really? Yeah, I've I've not seen that. No, nor have I. Um, Poltergeist. Poltergeist come out. Yeah, you've been on movie phone, haven't you? I have, yeah. 
<laughs> on MovieWeb, the correct list of films had Poltergeist in it. He's, have you got the synopsis for um, The Last American Virgin? It's, it's just, it's Lemon Popsicle. So is it just like frat boys? It's like, por- uh, yeah, like, like, like porkies, basically. There's, there's a, f- a few of them. Uh, two of them getting laid all the time and one of them who wants to get laid and can't get laid. Then the main guy who's getting laid all the time, uh, there's, the, there's a girl who, who, who the, the one who can't get laid, really loves on campus and, and the guy who's getting laid all the time knocks her up and uh, she has to go and get rid of, rid of the baby. And so the, the guy who never gets laid has this little moment with her after she's got rid of the baby and, and uh, he's kind to her and stuff. And then they go to a party and then the main guy who, who gets laid all the time ends up copping off her again. It sounds really it sounds a little bit bleak underneath all the getting laid. That didn't happen in Porky's. Nah, it's I better, just thought, it's just I just better Porky's, just isn't it? a load of parties and like interspersed with like maybe sort of every eight to ten minutes, like some 80s tits. I do generally feel that in a comedy film like an abortion will just spoil the, the the general fun of it yeah E.T. <laughs> do you like E.T.? yeah I think it's brilliant yeah it's brilliant isn't it what was the best thing about E.T.? don't know have you got something in mind then? BMXing wasn't it? oh of course yeah yeah, the bit with the BMX. Yeah, because you always wish that your BMX would be able to go up into the sky. I didn't have a BMX. Oh, no. Yeah, but your grifter definitely wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have If one. you'd have tried to go up into the sky, you'd just ended up at the bottom of a canal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you lot would have been fucking sky-eye, fucking whizzing through the air while I was like literally like just what half, did you? halfway up Quarry Hill stuck in red gear. <laughs> just <a> fucking <laughs> hell. What did you have after your grifter then? Uh, racer. You had a race. You've all got racers, didn't you? Yeah. I never had a racer. But you was literally on your BMX when you was about 23. I was. I was like Peter Crouch riding a minicycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, you all had... I remember you with your fucking Bentley Landle, but I was fucking going well, up it, and down. I, I had to cycle to school. Yeah. You you was fucking if you were on the bus you was trying to convince your mum to get you a C five. <laughs> Just weren't having it, was she? No. <laughs> That's not a lie either, is it? Nah, she thought she did say she thought I'd die on the road. <laughs> oh, I fucking love me racer. I had to fucking proper I had a long way to go to school. Yeah. I'm having a go at you for having a racer. I didn't want a racer. I wanted a BMX. But I I remember when I went to get me grifter. I might even have said this on this podcast. The bloke at South End Road went to me, you not seen these? And I was like, what? He went, it's BMX. And I was like, how many gears? He went, none. I was like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll have a grifter, please. I've had a, I've had a boxer. Clown. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that grifter. And then literally fast forward fucking... Did you have a boxer? Yeah, I had a yellow boxer. Did you have a chipper? No. Didn't have a chipper. Sid had a chipper. Ah. Like, and I never had a... Because it went boxer striker grifter. And then it went bomber. Remember the Rayleigh bomber? That was know. the official bike if you had pubes. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I think like you could have a grifter. And you could probably still have a grifter if you had pubes. But I think there would have been like some kind of... Yeah, they, they had a trial. I remember seeing it in the Action Force magazine, the little advert. You'd take your grifter into the shop, just pull the front of your pants down, <laughs> show them your little line of pubes around the base of your cock, and they'd give you a bomber. <laughs> With free tokens from Action Force. 
<laughs> oh dear. How the fuck? I mean, they were basically a mountain biker bomber way before mountain bikes. But uh, it was always just like tough kids had a had a Rayleigh bomber. Yeah. I remember them just being like massive. They're probably really not. But uh, but yeah, I remember when you got you and Paz both got your BMXs at the same time, didn't you? Well, yeah, I, I'm sure we fucking talked about. It. I got me BMX because me grifter was stolen. Oh, you had a and, red and then grifter, the, didn't yeah, you? and then the insurance money come through, and I got me got me BMX. I bought it from a, a service station forecourt <laughs> on was... on Oglane. You know the fucking yeah. the Merco. Because it was white, wasn't it? It was like, white with like, blue. Bl- like blue metallic trim. Yeah, I remember you had blue mushroom grip, didn't you? Yeah. It weren't a light BMX. No. It probably weighed the same as a grifter. <laughs> it was probably just a grifter that had been resprayed. Probably my grifter resprayed. Yeah. Have you still got it? No, I think my mum got rid of it. Right. I think she covertly got you rid of it. You had to think about that, didn't you? Well, if, if it was up to me, I'd still have it. Yeah. But... I um I sprayed it all up, didn't I? Like I sprayed it all up multicoloured. Yeah. And then uh I taped off madness along right. along the fucking uh along what well, what do you call the main fucking the frame the frame yeah yeah so I taped up madness in masking tape and then spray, right. sprayed it all black and then had madness in like multicolours. Yeah. You would have mm. been about twenty then. I was still riding it when I was about twenty. <laughs> I definitely had a few pubes when I when I gave that bike up. Um. <laughs> I remember crying at the cinema. What, to E.T.? Yeah. I went, my mum took me and my cousin. And like, my cousin was a girl. I remember thinking like, and everyone had said, oh yeah, you're going to cry when you watch E.T. And I was just thinking, I went, no, I won't. I was thinking, I bet I'll do. <laughs> like, yeah, my cousin didn't cry and I was bawling my eyes out. He's really fucking sad though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I had a snivel last time I watched it. It's really good. Have you seen these fucking... Have we talked about it? Yeah, the casting yeah. or the audition I don't thing know if on YouTube. About it on here. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it? yeah. If, if and any of you listeners, if you've not seen it, go and look. Yeah. What's, what's it? Elliot's ET audition. Yeah. Uh, on YouTube, uh, won't be a dry, dry eye in the house. It's really, really uh, spectacular. That. Um, and do you know who the uh, girl is that he gets the little? Uh, Little hop up and jumps up and kisses when he releases all the frogs. Whoa. I always wish that had happened. No, I mean I'm not saying that. <laughs> I mean as a as a kid, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, was that her from fucking Baywatch? Uh, was she in Baywatch? What's her name? Erica Elenac. Yeah. Yeah. Woo woo. Yeah. Do you know what? I'd never ever thought of that. But she only... pops out of a cake in Under Siege with her big old eighties tits out. I'm a bit uncomfortable talking about her as a little girl and then you talking about her all grown up like that. Well, look how bloody lovely Drew Barrymore is. Yeah, but like... Not in when, the film. But when you start talking about how people turned out, like, it still goes a bit Uncle Sexy, doesn't it? <laughs> Have you got a song called Uncle Sexy? <laughs> oh, no, that was my idea for a one-hit wonder. A song called Uncle Sexy by Sexy Uncle. <laughs> Oh, fucking brilliant. Anything else you want to add about E.T.? No, it's just really fucking good, isn't it? Yeah. Grease 2. No. Oh, no, ain't it? No, no, I don't I don't think it is. Do, do, you, know, do you know Grease 2? Uh, I watched it when it came out. watched it around Affafold's ass, and I remember like watching it with his like, older sister, and, and, and she had a mate called Bobby that I really fancied. And I remember like she was sort of singing along the songs, and I was looking at her just thinking, oh... 
Wish I could kiss you. <laughs> I probably would have been about fucking 10 and she would have probably been about 14. I remember just thinking she was like, like your mate's older sister that was always a bit tasty. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, I've got, I, I know people that rate this film better than the first one. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I know that. You know that. that but, but is it, what, in an ironic way? No. Um, yeah. Films to be buried with host Brett Goldstein rates Grease 2 as one of his favourite all-time films. But, I mean, like, maybe he got wanked off the first time he <laughs> saw it. Like, there's no, like, going purely on the facts, just fucking, no. Mm. Just, uh, just ain't, is it? If you got wanked off watching a film at the cinema, you're going to remember Top that five film. Forever. Top five forever. films, yeah. Forever. Yeah. I never got wanked off in a cinema. I did. Not that don't count if you've done it yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Any more films? It's no surprise when you do the popcorn trick on yourself, is nah, it? Nah, it's just a little bit fucking tragic. What else you got? Um... You'd probably do the popcorn trick on me to taunt me if ever I lost my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got me again. Um, Poltergeist. I was going to talk about Poltergeist. You fucking butted in and talked about something else. <laughs> Sorry. I've had a drink. Have you seen Poltergeist? Yeah, not for years, but yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know, I was, I was reminded of it about 18 months ago because you know, like where my house is, they built that fucking new estate all around it, didn't they? Yeah, and one of the blokes I see all the time just walk, you know, just when you, you know, walk it walking through lockdown, yeah. got talking to this bloke, and uh, he was a right cunt, but you know, like you just see him all the time, and so you always just have to have a little fucking walk yeah. and talk with him. I told him because he, he lived on the new estate, I told him that the estate had been built on an Indian burial ground. <laughs> He believed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just his fucking say it, and you think like he's gonna laugh it off, and he was like, "What well, really?" Yep. Yep. <laughs> Have you ever gone for an elaborate lie like that? Aside from that, I like, don't normally. Do, I don't normally do them anymore. Yeah. You did. Two one B medical droid, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I was about seven. Like, we, I think we can move on from that. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to move on from the fact that you tried to tell me your dad was in Star Wars. Yeah, I think you believed me at the beginning. I don't think I ever believed you. <laughs> I think I just humoured you because I just felt a bit sorry for you. And here we are 40 something years later. <laughs> Oh, you told me that that fucking keeper let a fucking goal in because he was smoking, smoking a, a fag. fag. I did tell you that. Oh, my my best. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry if I'm repeating this from a previous podcast, but my best lie I ever told was that um, when people got called up in the war, that they'd call up. Uh, it was the soldiers, then people that had been in like the police, you know, in the emergency services, and after that they called up lollipop ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I told, I told Strand that, um, you know, Seal used to have the dreadlocks yeah. and then he come back and he was bold. I said all his hair had fallen out because he rabbit died and the trauma associated with it and he believed that. Weren't it you that told Bollocks that Bob Marley was married to Rusty Lee? No, I think that was Lil. 
I don't know if that's a bit. Is that racist these days to just pluck two random black people out and associate them? I don't know. I mean, it, it was all right then, though. It's the 80s. Music? Yeah. I don't want to get bogged down in, the, in any of the hashtags. Right. Number one. Any of them. Uh, I've got. Uh, oh, are you done with. Uh, films? Yeah. Have you got any more? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Proper controlling that was. Oh, really? <laughs> have you done with films? Why well, have you got any more? No, but you may move on. No, I, I, I was that. Uh, I was that sound guy at Squeeze who just you made you fucking hang on for what the cunt. Uh, just a cunt, any? But you got it. though. I got it. Yeah. So for, for those, I don't. Know, have I had a little rant about this on this podcast already? I, I think we might have mentioned it, but I probably had a few cunt beers. He was. He was just this fucking proper nerd. That was like on the sound desk, doing the sound desk for Squeeze, right? No one else, everyone had left the venue pretty much. And I just went up to the sound desk and he had a set list in front of him. And I went, and he, he, he ignored me for ages, didn't he? Yeah. And then did he? You, you went, excuse me, mate. And he just done that one, one finger. finger and just went and just moved about 20 faders like really slowly. And just made you fucking wait. Mm. And it hung in the air and hung in the air and hung in the air. And he come back and went, yeah. Like he didn't know what you wanted. He knew. He was just being a, a yeah. power trip cunt, wasn't he? In retrospect, when he come over and yes. Oh, I just wanted to know why you're such a cunt. Yeah. Would have been a better thing than saying, can I have that set list, please? And then saying, thank you. Yeah, but then you'd have got back here and you wouldn't have had the set list on your wall. No. Would have had a better story. Though. Although, like, it's up on the wall now, and like, I'll just look at that, and it's completely tainted yeah. by what a lap dog you were, not saying <laughs> it. <laughs> I can't look at that without thinking about, like, you just losing all your dignity just waiting for it. <laughs> Do you want to get rid of it? <laughs> that, uh, I've seen that Squeeze are playing there again, so I'm half tempted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just... uh, I like what you did there. Like, oh, yeah. See, you know, no, no pun intended there, but. Um... Yeah, I am tempted just to go down there. Just boot him up the fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, just to boot him up the fucking nuts. Excuse me, mate. Wait there. And then when he comes back, just smash him in. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, 
You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The nuts. Yeah. Some people need that. Yeah, just go, I've been waiting three years for that. Yeah. Goody two-shoes is at number one. Do you like Goody Two Shoes? Not really. I I I used to really like Goody Two Shoes, but I don't, it's not his finest work, is it? No. <coughs> it's not as bad as Ant Rap, though, is it? It's not as bad as Ant Rap. Yeah, not as bad as Ant Rap. Oh, sorry, I think, I'm, I'm thinking of Ant Music. Oh no, no, not Ant Music. Ant Music. Ant Music's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Yeah, oh, we don't. Ant Rap. Ant Rap. There's Adam Ant and there's Adam and the Ants, aren't there? Yeah. Adam and the Ants was Adam when he had a band, the Ants, and Adam Ant was when he went solo. Thanks. Just, just helping everyone differentiate between the two different Ant-based Do you reckon he was products. hard, Adam Ant? <sighs> Do you reckon he was hard? Nah, nah. Like, I, reckon, right, I reckon right, he could right, look after himself. Well, you're right. Let, let's have it right, right. Sort of like prime cunt, right? So let, let's go like when you're in like... Your prime, maybe let's say thirty, right? <laughs> you've just like you've just fallen out of the fucking stem and helmet or whatever. Like Twenty years ago, like yeah, in a yeah. fucking Burberry jumpsuit. Yeah, like I had a couple of fucking thickest digits in you, and uh, and then all of a sudden, fucking the dandy highwayman uh, just comes out of fucking Raquel's. He's had a couple of fucking pints of mead, and uh, and he's he, he's fucking he's going. He don't like your hair. He's like, right, let's fucking, let's have it. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah I'll take him. <laughs> no trouble. Yeah? You know I mean? Why is he being such a cunt? Well, no, I'm just saying. He's on my man. He's come down yeah, to my no, man. Some people, when they have a drink in them, they just turn, don't they? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll drag him over the round acre car park, <laughs> throw him onto the bonnet, your cat in the hat. Painted bonnet of your Ford Escort estate. You're probably in the back, fucking sticking two fingers in some barely legal fresher, and, and I'll just fucking pummeling the shit out of him on the bonnet. Yeah. Fair play. Fair play. Uh, Torch by Soft Cell, number two. Oh, but I wouldn't want to eat Adam because I, I fundamentally like him. If you're you know. scared of Adam Ant, it's fine. You no, I'm not got, scared I'm of him. I like him. I'll try and t- I'll try and talk him down. And if he insists on being a cunt, like you just explained, mm. then I would I would mm. I, I I would be confident that I'll be able to just fucking sort it out. Okay. Well, look. Let, let's let, in, in an ideal world, for the sake of this podcast, right? Uh, you don't shit yourself, all right? I'm not shit yourself. Right, it just sounds like it's, it's nothing wrong with being scared, mate. I'm not scared. Okay. So I'm trying to start a fight between me and Adam Ant. I like him. <laughs> I do like him. Um, what's your What's your favourite Adam Ant song? Ant once music. he left the Ant. No, that's Adam and the Ants. I'll explain the difference between Adam and the Ants. That's when he had the band with him. Adam Ant was when he went when he went solo. What's Prince Charming? Adam and the Ants. Stanley Deliver. Adam and the Ants. What What did he do as Adam Ant? Goody Toe Shoes. Right, what else? Apollo 9. Right. That's, that's all right, isn't it? Room at the top. That's all right, though, isn't it? I bet it ain't as good as you remember. Yeah, I'll bet. Do you know who he was doinking, then? Anyone he wanted. Literally anyone he wanted. Heather Locklear. <sighs> no, Heather Graham. What, 
Tom's Heather Graham. What from Jackie Brown? Four. Yeah. She did his ants up there. <laughs> I don't even know if that works, but I like it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Goody Two Shoes. Can you remember the first decent pair of two shoes you got? Oh, you why do you have to mention my Pierre Cardin shoes I'm every not. fucking episode? <laughs> Such not. a cunt. I was going to talk about trainers. Well, they sort of were. They had a rubber sole. They were. <laughs> like a shoe top. Where did you get them? I've no idea. I think my dad got them from the pub. <laughs> my dad's my one of the, one of the ne'er do wells from the booze where my old man drunk, um, done over a ruckanore lorry. And so our, our our kids' football team, we had a whole fucking kit of ruckanore. We all had ruckanore tracksuits. Everyone had ruckanore trainers. Like ruckanore was great though, then, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. It, it was always a bit fucking second division, wasn't it? Hmm. It weren't Adidas, Nike or Feeler, was it? No. I would have took it, though. Yeah. I mean, it was like, what would you say? Like, on par with Gola? i up from a fucking pair of Pierre Cardin Navy shoes, mate. You have to keep on. <laughs> Do you remember my black Ruckanore boots? Yeah. They were like sort of black suede. <laughs> oh, <God>. Creepers, <laughs> wouldn't they? <laughs> Some bad gear, didn't I? There's no fucking... What no surprise them... that we were so fucking pissed poor with women. What was them big fucking uh, trainer boots that... Was it Brett got them? Who, you know, from over yeah, the rookery? Yeah, Troop or British Knights. Oh, it was Troop, I think. Mm. Yeah, they were like... Where did he get them from? Gray's Market. He worked on he worked on Gray's Market. So, oh, right, because yeah, you, you put in the order with him over the field yeah. when we were playing football, yeah. and then, like, the week later, he'd turn up for them, and you'd yeah. just give him the money for them. Yeah. <laughs> um... Have we spoke about... Did you have any good trainers then? No. I, I, the first pair of good trainers I got was when my dad took me trainer shopping. And I reckon I was about 14. I had to get some new trainers. And uh, I, you know, I remember like getting a pair of shoes. And can you remember like they were school shoes, but like they were called traffic lights. And they had like a little green bit or like a little red bit like on like the, the heel of it. And like, and maybe like, Below the laces. That was just a really boring black shoe. Yeah. And I remember getting a pair of them and thinking I was quite cool. But up until then, I think I had like, for PE, I had like Puma Top Winner that were like a 12 quid pair of trainers. Yeah. And they were like, they literally said like a lump of fucking rock for a, a, a soul. They had yeah. like no giving them. They were like, but... I remember, like, I had to get some new trainers, and my mum was like, oh, said to me, Dad, can you take him? And I was like, oh, sweet. Like, my old man was a bit more of a soft touch, and I got a pair of Puma Javelis. And, uh, what were they then? What they colour were, like, were they? They were, like, um, sort of, they were, like, a whitish trainer, but they had, like, a sort of cream pigskin toe, and, and Puma Tick was, like, yeah. sort of this grey sort of cream. Uh, and the bloke ended up selling me, like, this um, pigskin wire brush to clean it with, which obviously didn't work. <laughs> But they had a really thick sole, and I remember thinking, "Oh my god!" Like I thought I was something special. And yeah. it was the first day you wear them, like so. I only knew trains and stamps on them, and just scuffed <laughs> all the pigskin. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Why do I have to christen trainers? I don't know. You just have to, didn't you? It's just how it is. Did you christen anyone's trainers? Not that I can remember. 
I think I'm probably just too busy preoccupied fucking oh. sitting there with a little brass fucking brush trying to scrub mine, crying. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, um, have we spoke about your pair of trainers you got from the fire brigade? Oh, may, maybe, but, but it might have been like 18 months ago or something. Because a lot of people's first trainers were Dunlop Green Flash, weren't they? Well, they, they weren't Dunlop. They weren't Dunlop Green Flash, and I didn't actually fucking get them. So I wrote for for the benefit of the listener. We grab another beer. Yes. Uh, I used to write letters into the local paper uh, about bogus subjects, but this particular subject. This, was this, a, this we should say that the, 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 the local paper. At the time, the letters page was basically the same as what you'd probably get on a community group on Facebook. Just busy pricks with no, nothing a, better to do than just of, moan. Yeah, a load of busy, moany old cunts just moaning about fucking... Uh, oh, and one bloke that would write a poem every week. <laughs> <laughs> and um, So I wrote this letter in one week about... Because... Um, uh, I'd. I was DJing at the time and going out like in the middle of the fucking night DJing. So you'd come out, it was pitch fucking black like midnight or fucking two o'clock in the morning, put your records in the back of your car and go off to DJing. And I trod in dog shit. Uh, I, someone regularly shat on my grass verge. And I weren't doing anything to wind anyone up. Someone's dog, you mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was big and it could have been a person. But um, I... I trod in, yeah, trod in dog shit one night on me way to DJing and I, I was sufficiently fucking annoyed that I wrote this letter in the local paper complaining and I concocted this scenario whereby I said I had, I had a 13-year-old son who every day had gone out to do his paper round and saved his money up to buy a pair of Dunlop Green Flash and he'd bought this pair of trainers and on the first day of wearing them, he trod in some, someone's dog mess that they'd left outside our house and the pair of trainers was ruined. <laughs> And so uh, I don't, I can't remember how, how this how this fucking came about. But I was walking around uh, the supermarket, and my phone went, and uh, it was the deputy um, fire officer from Grace Fire Station, and he said, um, "You know, I've, I've heard what happened to your lad and and the trainers." He said, "I just want want you to know, we use Dunlop Blue Flash um, for our training exercises." And um, he said, uh, what size is your, your boy? And I just didn't have the art to fucking go through with it. And I said to him, listen, I said, I'm really sorry. I said, but oh, I was just really fed up with treading in dog shit outside my ass, so I made it all up. And he went, oh. And you know, like someone has tried to do something nice and, and it's all just falling in around them. And, um, do you think he, he was just thinking... Why would you do that? Yeah, you just uh, like it. Just felt like he was crushed on the other end of the phone, and uh, so I went. I don't suppose you've got any in size twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, no, they only got up to an eleven, and that was the end of it. Mm. Yeah. Don't ask, don't get. Yeah, exactly. Um, so looking in the charts, mid year was in the charts. Trying to see if there was anything. no regrets. Uh, That's a way down, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it, because I want to touch on... Um, have you got some songs you want to talk about? See, now I'm going to say something, and it's just not going to work that well. But okay. but at, at number six, um, Duran Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf, reminded me... <laughs> don't know if this is even going to work now, so I'm probably just going to cut this bit out. 
But um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't even know if it's going to work now. Um, Muslim music acts. Quran, uh, Quran. Girls halaled. Fat was slim. Jihad away. Um, do you have a round of ponce on once? Have you got some ponce on once, Salty? Of course I have. I don't think they're, I don't think there are any nonces in the eighties because I think there was too many ponces. Okay. Meet you. So are we saying like if he was if he was auditioning in the eighties for a part? In a TV drama, no, no, would he you, play a no, ponce or no. a nonce? You, you look, you look, you, you just turned on, and oh, there's a video out of Vienna. What? So I've got to say, does he look like a ponce or a nonce? He's got that seedy little tash, hasn't he? You imagine like, ugh. but then he's got like the brush back hair, and the song's very elaborate. Ponce, Martin Fry. He had very big fingers, didn't he? <laughs> like, and that kind of square chin, you can just imagine him, like, yeah, lurking, no, ar- lurking around by the urinals of, like, a little suit. boy's toilet. But then, yeah, the Lame suit and, and the hair, probably Ponce. Okay, last one. Mike Rutherford. Nonce. So we... <laughs> <laughs> So that was Ponce on Nonce. <laughs> Be back next month. Um, oh. Do you know what you're talking about? Treading in dog shit. We were speaking before we press record. Uh, I said that my mate Kellers had just started uh, following us on uh, on uh, uh, on, on the social. You've named and shamed him now. Well, it's all right. I said his first name. Like, but he, he was one of our, our, our little gang, wasn't he? Yeah, good lad, like, Scott. Um, but I mean we've got loads of stories about him Um, but uh, I'd forgotten this and then you reminded me uh, about the issue that he had uh, with faeces well you were saying you were going away on a survival weekend yeah so I I was just suggesting you go in training over the dipping which was like this was the field where we used to hang around we did our cub football there just spent many hours as kids hanging around and playing war and stuff Kellers did a shit over the dipping and he wiped his ass on the dock leaves so I was saying that would be a good place to go and do your training because there's the facilities you need if you get caught short I don't think you'll ever wipe my ass with a dock leaf did you ever have a shit out of the house I always went home for a shit I never had a shit in the woods I think I just went home the thing is, considering where we was, uh, Kellers lived closest. <laughs> <laughs> he must be really desperate. Yeah. But I mean, it's practical. Doc Leaf. Yeah. I don't envisage like youngsters like playing out enough these days to like warrant not run, not not having time to go in for a shit. No. It's lost, isn't it? They're all too busy playing virtuous shit. Oh no, that's the thing, they can have a shit online now. And it's like back then Yeah. 
in well, a bush. You, you can just Google it and watch anyone having a shit, can't you? Can you? Well, I presume so. You oh. find most things on the internet these days. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Television? Um, are we done with music already? Well, no, you jump in. <coughs> um, I'll do, one thing I noticed in the charts was uh, Bow Wow Wow was in there with I Want Candy. I want Candy. And then you had Natasha with Ico Ico. What's that? Do you know? Oh, it's fucking rubbish. Ico Ico. Oh, yeah. So, and then the Bell Stars with the same song. Ico Ico. And I think they I think they were like, you know, like that fucking Native American beat. Like I want candy. Yeah, I, I just I just think that was well, that a that was, was that, a fucking thing. That tribal drumming. Yeah, Adam Ank, and that was McLaren. A lot of it, wasn't it? Yeah, because but I want Bow Wow Wow well, the original Ants. Yeah, I think and so. McLa- and McLaren was involved with them, wasn't he? Well, I think Adam Ant went to Malcolm McLaren, and McLaren took a grand off him uh, to to give him some advice for the band, and he said um, like tribal drumming, and then just stole all the ants and formed Bow Wow Wow. Well. And Ant didn't. Like, serve him up. Hmm? And Adamant didn't, like, do him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, hanging around outside his local nightclub and that, you yeah. know, and just ended up, like, he, he did him with a carburetor. Oh. Just, like, <laughs> yeah, just holding the leads and just, like, smashed him around the back of the head. Uh, what else have we got in the charts? Um, oh, do you see number twenty-five, the Beatles movie medley? Yeah, and I have no idea what that is. Oh, did, right. So I went and played it because I, I had the Beatles movie medley because obviously, like we we used to go around boot sales and stuff buying records, and that was one of the ones <laughs> I got there. But uh, it's just shit. What, what is it? Right. So it's it's just like loads Twist, of. Is it Twist and Shout and Help? It's loads of Beatles songs that have been in films, all just fucking shoehorned together. So like. Um, all you need is love and stars on forty five esque type it's, thing, it, but it's not even as good as stars on forty five because they just play one song and then fades out and another one comes in. Oh, with, really? Uh, like yeah, with no fault as to whether the fucking beats go together. Like at least stars on forty five, you've got a bit of a beat kind of going. It's just like and it was on Parlophone, so it's like basically like Lennon's been dead eighteen months and like it's just so fucking disrespectful. I think just the fucking a load of random songs out and just fucking fl- they might as well just gone to his grave and just like had a poo on it or something for how disrespectful it was just rubbish I imagine he's probably buried somewhere quite leafy so I imagine there'd be a Doc Leaves around there plenty <laughs> 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 of the big wigs at Parlophone needed to uh, have a little clear up <laughs> um, I ate a mega mix did, I mean, I presume that like when we were doing the old discos and that, a mega mix could get you out of trouble, couldn't it? One, two, one, two, one, two, one, one, two, one. Yeah. How horrible was that? Yeah. No, it was rubbish. My brother is, had is to it? drive funny album. Oh, really? <laughs> Just put round in front of my brother under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> He's never had any taste, has he? <laughs> what a muppet. Yeah. His risque artwork could have done with some Doc Leaves around. Definitely. Is is there any mega mixes you do like? Have you ever heard a good mega mix? Oh, I remember at Pizzazz, I used to play the Grease mega mix. Oh, that was that was shit as yeah. well, wasn't it? Oh, there's not. A, I mean, I'm sure with like hip hop and 
break beats and things like that. There's some really good stuff that, you know, our, 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 our good friend DJ Destruction has done some amazing mega mixes of. But when it comes to just like bastardising a load of poppets just for a quick fucking earner, they're all shit. Have you heard the Camp the Gang mega mix? No. Oh, you'd like that. Have you cashed in on yourself? I, th- I did it uh, in 2009. So there's been a lot of work. I think I'm due another mega mix. Fuck, 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 Also, also, boy, Raper boy. Oh, dear, yeah, that's pretty oh, dear. much what it's like. Oh, good. Is that available on, uh, online now? Yeah, if you go, you could well, you go and listen to it for nothing on Spotify. Just oh. type in Cunt the Gang Mega Mix. Oh, I had... Uh, this, this was something else that happened to me uh, as part of the fucking Prince Andrew thing was my YouTube got killed. Like, completely fucking... They just removed my YouTube. Why? Was there anything sort of risque about what you was doing? No, I can't think of anything. I can't think of one one thing, really. Mm. It was the day before the Prince Andrew video mm. got let loose. Maybe they just thought... Do you know what? Like, he's had a rough couple of years and he's got COVID as well now. Oh, him? Yeah. I thought you meant me. No, he's got COVID as well. So maybe they just thought, do you know what? He don't need this this fella digging him out anymore. Let's, let's shut his channel down. Do you know what I mean? The fella didn't need COVID. He's had a fucking rough yeah. old ride, hasn't he? Yeah, he has had a rough old ride. COVID? What were the chances? Because he was meant to have been at the... The parade, I believe. He like, was, yeah, yeah. You know. I don't think it'd have been everyone just shouting nonce out, would it? <laughs> <laughs> Can't fucking write it, can you? Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It is unbelievable. I cannot just fucking say though. Uh, I, I just, I don't fucking believe this newspaper narrative of, oh, William said it's me or Andrew. I think they're all part of the same fucking thing. And then, because I'm, I'm sorry to fucking start this off again because you. Kindly had me on your hardcore listing podcast talking about right royal cunts, mm. and I went off on one about Prince William's fucking virtue signalling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just fucking gone through the roof since then. Did you see him with the fucking pictures from um, uh, when he went and sold the big issue in secret? Oh, did he? He oh, sold it. Yeah. Well, well, do you know what? He's he's one of the better ones, isn't he? Well, he did it all in secret, didn't he? And then there, well, he went undercover and sold completely the... undercover, like How one did of the you most. Find out about it. Well, because he was wearing a fucking. He was one of the most famous faces in the world, and he just wore a hat as his, as his disguise, and then had half a dozen selfies with people, and it ended up on the news. Wow. Yeah. Big hearted. Yeah, and then he went undercover at the Grenfell Tower Memorial Service. I mean, he weren't really undercover, was he? He was just like there, just fucking getting involved in it. What? How did you find out about that? It was all over the news. Oh, just right. he's just a just a virtue signalling cunt. There, I said it. You right? Whose uncle's a nonce? I thought you had a good sleep last night. I thought we were going to leave all this alone. <sighs> Do you know what? I just it's just every fucking day, <laughs> every fucking day there he is on the news, Prince William. Television. My YouTube got thrown off. Oh no, oh. it's rubbish. You can do another one. Hmm? You can do another one. I don't know if there's, I just don't know if there's any point in setting up another YouTube. I think I'm just going to like release my videos in the public domain just so everyone can go onto my website, hmm. download and put them up on their own YouTubes. How much do you think there is? Because the minute I saw the video to, uh, Prince Andrew track. Uh, I think you sent it to me on WhatsApp, and then straight away I think I then sent it to like twenty people. 
There's got to be like power in that. I I, th- I think that is. I think that's the key to it because that's what I done when my YouTube got taken. You you fucking remember because we done that. Um, we done that advert with every every time yeah. I click my. Oh no, it was that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. So I think there's another you cunt campaign. Just did that get took down? That so that yeah so that was. When that happened, that was 2011, I, I was releasing the Royal Wedding version of Fucksticks and they killed the fucking channel the, the week the video. I mean, like, it weren't that nice, that video. So I, can't, I do I do kind of get it, but they killed the whole fucking channel. What, what one was that? That was the Royal Wedding version of Fucksticks. That wasn't the one where you talked about wiping your ass with a... Shitting on a picture of the Queen. Wasn't that one? No. Oh, okay. That was a different one. Okay. Yeah. How did that one go, go down with the people at YouTube? I don't know. No, it just went under the radar. Because oh, right. the thing is, is the way you, the way YouTube used to work, mm. um, you'd put something up and it'd get suggested to lots of people that might like it and yeah. they'd go and see it. But obviously, like since it's all about advertisers and, mm. you know, my stuff never gets suggested to anyone. So it just they just kind of fold me away in like a dark corner of YouTube. I was basically like in, in the Fritzl cellar of YouTube. Yeah. And people, if you know, if people wanted to come and visit me, they were allowed to, but you'd, my videos would never get suggested to anyone. That's the way the kind of, you know, the algorithms work now. You was like sexy uncle at a wedding, weren't you? Exactly. I'm just sat in the corner with a Watney's Party 7 and hard on. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell a Watley's Party 7 they're fucking brilliant weren't they yeah. can you still get them no I don't think so like I mean I imagine most people that listen to this will know what that is but it was like I think one of Viv's mates in the young ones turns up at their one of their parties and he's yeah. got a fucking Party 7 under his arm I think and we like, I think we romanticised Party Sevens because we was kids when Party Sevens come out. But I yeah. think if you was a grown up when Party Sevens come out, I think they were actually just a bit fucking rubbish. The beer would just squirt everywhere and it was flat and wank. <laughs> but do you know what? It was like a Party Seven was like you was taking a small a keg. Yeah. You, you was taking a small like barrel of lager, weren't you? Yeah, to exactly. A party. Yeah. Like you, your own landlord. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it instantly, like if you got a fucking four pack of Kestrel, like <laughs> people are like, "Oh look, Terry's turned up with a four pack of Kestrel." In you come, mate. Go sit yeah. over there. Oh, old tight. Fucking yeah. Ray the pubes has just turned up. He's got a fucking party seven. Waterman, like, yeah. Roach, yeah. party seven. All of them. Yeah. Um, had a little fucking bit of chit chat, didn't we? Done a little um, uh, a little WhatsApp. Chat me and you the other day, didn't we? About uh, other sort of men that probably had questionable uh, behaviours. Uh, Mr. Baxter, I think, was uh, does it. Do you think Mr. Baxter was a bloke? Yeah. Can teachers be blokes? Yeah, uh, PE teachers can. Right. But they can also be cunts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Baxter was a cunt. Yeah. I don't know if he was as much of a cunt as Mr. Bronson, but I think Mr. Baxter. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There was a, was a cunt. Bronson weren't a bloke, though, was he? He was just no. a cunt, but Baxter was a bloke and a cunt. Yeah. I reckon if you fucking punch Bronson in the face, he'd correct his glasses and, uh, and would just probably say, like, well, young boy, let's see where that gets you. Yeah. Whereas I think if you fucking stuck one on Baxter, he'd fucking throw one back. Yeah. And he'd grab you by the ear hole and he'd just drag you down the corridor. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I would say Baxter would probably just, he'd have a couple of snooker balls in yeah. like a nylon football sock. Yeah. Ready for such eventualities. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe like a table tennis bat and just fucking wallop straight across your ass. No, I reckon around the side of the head. He's not an arse bloke, Baxter, is he? No, 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 that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, On television, uh, I had a little look. There was a show called Sorry Mate, I Didn't See You, uh, which was like a safety-based show uh, on BBC at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Sorry Mate, I Didn't See You. I mean, I can think of a multitude of scenarios around that, <laughs> that <laughs> sentence. Um, have you ever smashed into someone like on your bike, in your car, or walked into someone? Yeah, I think we might have talked about the main, the main one when I run that bloke over on the zebra crossing. <laughs> yeah, we, we did, yeah. We talked about that um, several months ago. Uh, oh, right, so... There was. Have you got one? Well, no, go on. So, um, it's quite awful, actually. We was <laughs> a more sort of sorry love. I didn't see you. Okay. Um, so when I, w- I worked in this jean shop in Lakeside, uh, it was like a family business, but the family that ran it were just fucking cunts, just awful fucking cunts, and um, they sacked the manager. And they, weirdly, Kellers, they put Kellers in charge. Right. And Kellers was like one of the Saturday boys, but he was doing a business course at college. Right. But because Kellers was in charge and he was one of the Saturday boys, he just, he didn't have any authority and he just mucked, mucked around largely. Uh, and uh, one evening, we were all just in the shop. And when the shop was quiet, we'd either just like get gaffer tape and just wrap up like all the plastic packaging from the jeans and make a football and just boot it around. Yeah. Or we'd play uh, war. And like a few, there was like a gantry run along the top of the shop and a few would go up there. And you know, like them fucking plastic clips that are sort of shaped like a long U that you get from like shirts and jeans when they're all like packaged up. We'd get them on elastic bands and just fucking ping them at each other. And there'd be a few people up on the gantry and a few people down the shop floor, like hiding behind the units where all the, all the jeans and stuff. How old were you? You were 13 or 14? 27. Okay. (laughs) I was about probably like I was I was probably like twenty one, and then there's yeah. a few people in there like late teens and stuff. Okay. And uh, so <laughs> it's shops though, isn't it? You just got to fucking do yeah. something to pass the time because it's just so fucking boring. So we we was like shooting these fucking clips at each other, and then um, uh, this woman came up, and there was an unwritten rule that if any customers come in, you'd stop until the customers were gone. And this woman's come up to me and asked me, you know, a question about some jeans. And I've just felt this fucking clip has hit me right between the eyes. 
like just literally the like, bridge of my nose right between the eyes. And I saw it, it was this bloke called Glenn who did, well, his kid called Glenn who'd done it. He was about 18. And he was just laughing his fucking arse off. And like, it really fucking hurt. And I also got the red mist because I thought it could have hit me in the eye. And so I've chased after him and I'm chasing him around the shop floor. And I've got a handful of spit. And because uh, I couldn't catch him because he was too fucking quick and he was behind the ute. So I've got this handful of spit and I've just flicked it at him. And this other woman's come in. And she's just walked in between us and I've just flicked this spit and it's just gone all up the side of her face. <laughs> oh dear. It was a proper sorry love, I didn't see you there. She's she's just like looked and just kind of felt the side of her face and I've gone, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I, I was trying to get he just hit me between the eyes. And she's just gone, It's fine. And just turned around and walked out. Oh, that's even worse. It's worse, isn't it? You just like I just want you to tell the manager or just bo- just bollock me, ball me out. Oh, it's fine. Really horrible. I weren't in the car the night that Den done the thing with the toothpaste. Have we spoke about that on here? Because that was horrible. That was one of them things. It's like, when when you're our age, you know, like in your sort of early to mid-30s, <laughs> you, you kind of, you now realise that it was just really wrong. But at the time, it just seemed really fucking funny. But, so, so we was... That all started in France with fucking holding the signs up, like saying sous moi. Essentially, we were just fucking losers that felt safe in a car. It was basically bus it wankers, bus wankers wasn't, wasn't it? it? And we were just like, we'd have all sorts of signs or we would just shout, shout stuff. Like, and like, it would be the most ridiculous stuff, wouldn't it? If someone like, it would yeah. literally be like, hey, jean jacket. Well, our, our bus wankers moment was when Den shouted out banana coat at that bloke in the yellow, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yellow puffer, and then we got caught, we got caught at a red light, and he just came up and was banging on the window. What'd you say? What'd you say? That was completely it, wasn't it? He's <laughs> called him a banana, <laughs> banana coat. <laughs> that was completely bus wankers, wasn't it? Yes. Like, it was probably. Driving into it was driving into London, wasn't it? Yeah, up top just, commercial road. And like, and he just had one of them like things that you see like dads wearing when they go and watch Sunday League when they want to look the part, and they wear one of them like long fucking like puffer jackets. Yeah, but it was yellow, wasn't it? Yeah, and I mean that's a great thing just to shout banana at him. Banana coat. But he hit the red light. He was proper banging on the window, and I don't even know if we all just done that. Pretended we couldn't hear him. It was that one, wasn't it? Just <laughs> pretending we couldn't see or hear him and just hoping the lights changed. <laughs> but the I weren't there. Again, it was Dennis again, wasn't it? With the toothpaste. Or was it Steve? No. It, it could very it could easily have been Steve, but it was Dennis. Yeah. We was um we decided to drive up to South End and just shout at some <laughs> we just, <laughs> That was our evening's entertainment. Just as I would drive up to friend and he'd just lean out the window and shout at people. <laughs> and um, we was going through Westcliff, and I mean, I'm really sorry if this was your mum and dad or you. And uh, there was this old boy and this old girl, like must have been like in their, I don't know, I suppose like late 40s or 50s, just um, opposite the Palace Theatre. Obviously, like all done, all done up in their fucking posh togs for a night at the theatre. And then just like they were just waiting at a, pe- at a pedestrian crossing, 
And um, we've, <laughs> we, we've just kind of whizzed past. And Den's got a tube of toothpaste. And he's just squeezed it out the window. like, <laughs> And it's just fucking gone like right across this bloke and across the woman's blouse and like in her hair and stuff. <laughs> and she's just like, just the look on her face was just like, why? Why? <laughs> just Why? And and the cars just disappeared in the distance. We then just leaned out the window, going ah. <laughs> that does not paint us in. It's so like it's so horrible, isn't it? Oh, just dear. ruined someone's night <laughs> just because you didn't have anything to do or had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it would like. Whenever we'd go out, I, I do remember thinking that like so much of the fun would be going there and back, and it would just be either signs or just like was you there when like Castle just like got out on the um, Canning uh, Town flyover. flyover and just walked along the rail of the flyover. And I remember just thinking, oh my god! But and then he pulled a bird because of that. Oh, yeah, that girl in the car, yeah. Yeah, another girl was, like, looking at him, just walking along the outside, like, literally on, on the fucking... The, the handrail on the hand flyover, wasn't it? While we were what stuck a silly in... cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as soon as that girl started talking to him, I was at that car like a fucking... Up on the handrail. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> all right. And uh, I, I think he went out of her for a while. I, I did end up dating her mate as well, who was in the car with her. Like, oh, you actually were right out of the car and on it. Yeah. Like, I, no, he's really... Hello, I'm, I'm the crazy guy's friend. <laughs> yeah. I sometimes do wacky things. I, I... <laughs> My dad's 2-1-B medical droid in Star Wars. I'm, uh, I'm the puppet master. I manipulate people like this <laughs> to go and do shit like that so I can just fucking dip in underneath it. Um, yeah, like... I remember thinking, I mean, that was the same flyover that obviously we had the, the issue on the way home, which we've discussed. With that the, was the, the other snickers. side of the flyover, yeah, coming yeah. home. Yeah, like, but that was like, can you remember when you pushed bollocks out the car? That was at the, that was at the lights, wasn't it? That, that was at, that was at the Square. banana coat. No, no that, was at, Square. that was at the same lights where banana coat happened. Was at it? At the top of Commercial Road. Right. He was getting lippy, wasn't he? He was just being a cunt. Did he undo the door for something, or did you lean over and undo the door? I think I'm, uh, that was my that was my trademark move of getting rid of someone in the in the passage seat. Lean over, undo their door, and shove them out. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> he hit his head though, and cried, and I felt really sad. He hit his head, and then you carried on driving, and his head got stuck between mm. the bottom of the door and the floor. What a lie! Yes, exactly. No, exactly what happened. Drive with someone hanging out. No, the car. I'm suggesting he was being dragged at like forty mile an hour. But where the car was kept moving, his head got stuck. Under no, the... his head didn't get stuck under the... Who made that up? <laughs> Have you made that up? No. 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 I remember going... Because I, I, I went to hospital with him. <laughs> and like... <laughs> and do you know what? Like, I think it was nine months of corrective surgery. And like, and you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known, mate. So... No, I mean, luckily you gave him that little patch from your back. So the hair was just as dense as... <laughs> You ain't got an airy back, have you? I ain't got airy anything. I've got oh. about half a dozen round me nuts these days, and that's about it. 
Why are you having an airy back? I always thought when Justin, uh, Justin, what's his name? Timberlake released that song Sexy Back. I always thought of you doing a version of it called Airy Back. I'm well, bringing I mean, some, Harry some, back. Some people like think Harry backs are sexy backs, actually. Yeah. All right. All right. Same for everyone. I haven't pushed anyone out of a car. Um, yes, you have. No, I haven't. Probably like some 16-year-old girl after you've got your digits smelly. Right. <laughs> Grab a superior. There was a show, right? Uh, the Val Dunican show was on. What did he, what did he actually do, Val Dunican? He, I think he was just like... Um, like uh, just a fucking old crooner, right? And the guests on this show uh, was Des O'Connor and Roger Whittaker. Oh, right? fucking hell! And that was prime time Saturday night telly. And knowing you think how boring must that have been? That just sounds like going to see your granddad up the club, and he's with two of his silly old mates, just reeking of fucking Worthers and piss. <laughs> like it really would have been. Have you have you heard Worthers described as nonce nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, right, I'm going to take you back to the 80s, right? Right. So we're going to go back to 1982, right? <clears throat> okay. You've got your own primetime Saturday night show. Have I? Yep. Uh, you can name it. Yep. And who are your three guests? Oh, I wish you'd give me this before. Well, I, I sometimes think, do you know what? I might, I might give you a little uh, might spring it on me. Right, eighty-two. Right, it's what? It's like a chat show. Yeah. Okay. Or like an entertainment show. Saturday night. Keep it light. Um. Right, I'll give you the name at the end. All right, because right. I want to think right. about that a little bit. So, my top three guests in eighty-two. Right. Are they coming on to be interviewed or are they coming on to do a little turn? Well, it depends who they are. All right. Sure so, show. All right, 82. So, my top three guests, I mean, it would have to be, I'd have, it'd have to be Adam Ant. Right. He's coming on to do a little turn. Yeah. And then a chat. Yeah. Um, I don't just want to keep it all music, you know, because... Well, would you? Well, I mean, I'd have to have mad. I would have to have madness on. All right. But I think, you know, because he's eighty-two, I'm I'm looking at the ratings. Yeah. Adamant, just you know clearly he's just fucking gone solo. He's still a hot yep. ticket. So I'm having I'm choosing Adamant over madness on this occasion Fair just enough. just for this show. Um. So I've got Adamant. I've got uh, who else? Eighty-two. Princess Die. People's princess. Yeah. Um, she just started to get miserable because she's realised Camilla was part of a maybe part of the part of the thing, but she hadn't told anyone yet. She yeah. was still smiling through the tears. So Adamant, Princess Di, uh, and Zico. Zico, good chat. Got to be in it. Yeah. What are you calling it? The best people to chat to oh, with cunt. That's good. That's what it says on the tin. <laughs> yeah. Because Zico was the best. He was the best footballer. Yeah. He had the best kit. Yeah. He, he, he played for Brazil, the best team. Had the best name. He had the best name. Yeah. And right. he was the best. And he was the best. 
Adamant. He was the best pop star. Yep. He had the best song in Amp Music about yep. a year previous. And Princess Di was just like the best human being that's ever been. She touched someone with AIDS. She did. People's princess. And got rid of landmines. Who else has done that? I mean, Prince William, he's done a lot. Actually, Prince William was... <laughs> I don't want to go back on to Prince William, but uh, he was born He was born in this month. Oh, right. Yeah, in, in, in uh, 1982. Oh, he's right. just coming up for 40. Wow. Yeah, maybe by the time we get this podcast out, he'll be 40. Wow. Mm. He'd probably have a live birthday and an undercover. Yeah, he don't, he don't want a big thing with all the media no. there. No, not at all. Not at all. He's inviting lots of homeless people and people that are suffering just to be around them and have photographs with them. <laughs> Cunt! <laughs> right. Yes, what would your show be called then? And who would you have on it? You've pre-prepared. I have really thrown me no, under I the re- bus I really here. I haven't prepared. But I don't reckon that's bad for like the top of my head. Adam, no, right. Adam Ant. That's all right. I mean, if there was a if there was an episode of Parky yep. up on fucking YouTube, Ant, yep. Die, yep. Coimbra, yep. that's his real name, yep. fucking hell. Decent. It's decent, isn't it? Um... Oh, I'm, you're just going to pick all our people now, like fucking Roach. No, I'm going to go... Waterman, uh, Capes. I'm going <laughs> to... I'll go Pete with Princess. Yeah. Uh, we'll get on to it in a bit. Falklands is over. Uh, I'm getting Western on. No, he's not ready yet. What's he doing? Got a bit of grafting. Okay. Uh, in which case, then, um, uh, well, I don't know. I might, just, I might, might get Kellers on. <laughs> <laughs> Kellers. Uh, Die, Western, Kellers. Yeah, I'll get Die, Kellers, Rutherford. Why are you getting Rutherford on? I don't know. Right. What are you calling it? Uh, <laughs> Bearded nonce and friends. <laughs> Shag Mary nonce. <laughs> right, all right, all right. June, eight, June 82, Shag Mary nonce. <laughs> Could be any of them. Could be any of them. Who would you marry in June '92? Who, who would you shag in June '92? Claire Grogan. Hmm. She won't in the top forty this month though. Um. Yeah. Toya. No. Oh no. Do you know what? In in Quadrophenia, yeah. But uh. I really don't like Toy's music. She's doing a lot on YouTube. She's having a yeah, but a bit, a bit of a resurgence. Yeah, uh, it's a bit like dogging though, isn't it? Watching Toy's YouTube with Fripp there, just fucking. He's <laughs> in He might as well be in the back of a Ford Escort. <laughs> uh, that's a very good point. Um, just trying to think. Uh, oh, tight fit we're in there. I'm thinking of the fears, aren't I? Um, Who was married to one of the birds from Type Fit? 
Was it Pete Waterman or someone? Really? I th- can you Google it? Because I ain't got any fucking internet on my computer. <coughs> I don't want to leave it hanging for the listeners. Right, okay. Uh, tight, fit, married to producer Pete Waterman. Denise uh, Gingell, uh, born the 30th of August. Are they still married? The Welsh actress, uh, Welsh singer, actress and model. She's the most famous member of, uh, oh, she later married, uh, yeah, four, uh, yeah, got a couple of kids. There what, they're go. still married? I'm just trying to see. Oh, no, no, divorced in 1999. I bet he's boring. Oh, Waterman? Yeah. I don't know, he, he's got two topics of conversation, himself and trains. Hmm. One more on you. We'll have a little chat to him about <laughs> Michaela Strachan for a bit. Yeah. Her. Her. Um, right. Right. Television. Fame was launched. That's tune, that is. Yeah. Baby, can't you see? That was Irene Cara, wasn't it? You it was, that or yeah. Flashdance? I think they're both brilliant. Yeah, but you've got to pick one. Men, uh, men have uh, just burst in with machine guns. Uh, Flashdance. Got to be, in it? Yeah. Uh, Fame's brilliant. I know it's got, uh, uh, some other tunes, though. Oh. Uh, from the Kids from Fame. This weren't Kids from Fame, though, was it? It was. It was the Kids from Fame was the album. And it was the Kids from Fame that sang, Hi Fidelity, Hi Yeah, but that was, the, ki- that, that was the Kids from Fame Feeling album. It's right. like Adam and the Ants and Adam Ant. Feeling all right. Alright, hi fidelity. That was Doris that sang that. What from Five Star? No, Doris from uh, Kids from Fame. Oh. Doris and Danny. I like that. Had me at me Leavers Disco. I remember having a little slow dance and Star That was shit. That wasn't it. What? Fucking hell. Come on. That old teacher, the, the, the caretaker fella, died and they sung that to him and he actually was dying in real life in the video when they sung that. See? Yeah. Take that back. Horrible fucking bastard. I thought you were going to say that old caretaker that I had my dance with to that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like my caretaker at, uh, at junior school. Like, uh, his son went to my school, and I remember thinking it was really cool that his dad was the caretaker. It's not really, is it? Because if your dad was, like, one of the teachers, that was really rubbish. But if your dad's, like, a caretaker, because they were a bit of a fella, weren't they, a caretaker? Oh, do you reckon it's better, your dad being the caretaker than being the teacher? Yeah. Yeah, because he's got a big fuck-off bunch of keys. Yeah, at junior school, at secondary school, definitely not. Oh, really? Yeah. But, like, he's fundamentally in charge of the whole school. Like, above the headmaster, the caretaker. Do you reckon they get called up? Definitely. Before lollipop ladies. I reckon so. Because, you think about it, without a caretaker, the headmaster can't even get into his own school. Exactly. He's, he's just like he's a helpless keeper. fucking... He's ba- essentially the gatekeeper. He's a helpless baby just floundering around outside yeah. the gates. And, like, headmasters, you know... They can't climb. They wouldn't be able to climb a, a, a tall no fence, chance. would they? Especially not nowadays. Like with little like spikes and stuff yeah. on top, rip the arse out of his trousers, and yeah. everyone just piss their pants at him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You, you don't. 
I think people under underestimate the impact that the caretaker has. Yeah. Who would you say is the most famous caretaker? Um, who's the cunt from Take Art? Bennett. Mr. Bennett. <laughs> Bennett or Huntley? He's a very much a yesterday's man, isn't he? Bennett. Yeah. Let's go Bennett. Yeah, let's go Bennett. News? You got, have, you got any, have, you got, have you got any news? A little bit. Uh, the Falklands ended. Oh, hold on. No, you fucking... Why don't you ever say to me if you've got any more TV? Well, just I'm shut not up. Being, I'm not being controlling, but you're just not running this... Do you run your other podcasts like this? I take control. I don't listen to them because I, I listen control. to Soda Jerker. Yeah, I move on because you start saying Ian Huntley. He's a caretaker. I know he on is. Subject. Right. I mean, he's not a caretaker anymore, is he? What What have you got to say? Um, <laughs> you uh, haven't got anything to yeah, say. Yeah, I have actually, yeah, but you're going to make me edit it out. Right. Right, the BBC relaunches its Sunday morning programme for the Asian community, Asian magazine. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's the host? I can't remember. Right. Am I imagining that the host was called Harry Krishna? You're definitely imagining that. I was I was completely fucking convinced that the host of Asia magazine was called Harry Krishna, but it turns out it was Rashid Ashraf. Right. Is that it? Yeah. Does anyone else remember Harry Krishna? Well, if I remember saying the Harry Krishnas, of course. No, 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 not that I'm not on about like the religious community. Yeah. No. There was a bloke called Harry Krishna presenting Asian programmes on the TV. Right. I'm sure of it. Well, maybe so. Um, if anyone else would like to verify his, um, his lazy racism, then, <laughs> then drop us a message. Uh, other than that, should we talk about the news? Can we? Because, yeah, I'm just going to not get myself in trouble. <laughs> I, I genuinely remember it. Did you ever think in the Falklands, have we spoke about national service? I remember being, like, really scared. Oh, this is probably another thing that we've spoken about. You know, like, staying in the wild and orphanages where you'd have gone, like, I'd have been all right in national service and you wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have been all right in national service. I would definitely... Uh, do you know, when, when like... Because I, I remember going to Spain as a teenager and, like, the, D, the DJ, the bloke who was the DJ in the, in the hotel was about... I mean... I must have been about... It was like when David Bowie's Less Dance came out, because that was the song that was played all the time. So that would have been like, what, like mid-80s? Yeah. The bloke who was the DJ in the hotel, who was like 1920, was just about to go and do his national service. And I just remember just like... That was one of the things like, national service, prison... Yeah. Just things where Same you... Same thing. Yeah. You just think like, I would not be okay. Same thing. Not allowed to do what you want. I'm just people shouting at you all the time. Like, and just uh, just big people bumming you off. You sure about that? I think that might be a little bit of guesswork there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it happens to everyone. I'm just saying it would have happened to me. I'm not suggesting there's not a little bit of like propaganda involved in joining up with the army, but I'm not necessarily sure that if you do, you get bummed off by big blokes. 
not everyone does, but I would. I would have been an easy target at the time. You would have probably. I been, think I'll be you all right would have been now. The tallest fella now. Exactly. They would spot me anywhere on a dance floor. I wouldn't be able to get away from them. <laughs> I'd be rubbish. I'd be ru- I hate being shouted at. Wait, I think we'd be all right now. Oh, no. Like, can you imagine someone shouted at you? Yeah, you go, shut up, you yeah, lemon. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> get down and give me ten. I can't even do five press-ups, let alone ten. I'd be like, oh, sh- shut up. Boring this. Going home. <laughs> I just want to go I'm home. I'm not playing. This is boring. I know. That's what I'd literally be like that. And I just, the thought, just, they get more angry. And that thing where we take it out on the rest of the battalion. Well, go on then. Yeah, but they do. And then, like, then you end up getting just bummed off by everyone. Because you've made everyone angry. So you should get an angry bumming from everyone else in the battalion. Mm, fair enough. Just everyone standing around clapping as Weston does his beans. You got any news? Yeah, I think I might have, actually. (laughs) Just scroll down to world events. Uh, Oh, 1982 World Cup begins in Spain. I've got that for sport. Oh. Um, The Argentinians surrender in the Falklands. just said the Falklands ends. Glastonbury Festival. All right. What you got on that? Nothing. Just look have like you that. just got the word Glastonbury Festival? No, I've got, I've got I've got the lineup, but I just don't really know anyone from it. Go Va- on. Right, headliners: Van Morrison and Jackson Brown. Right, how have you not heard of them? I've heard of Van Morrison, but I only know one song by Van Morrison, which is oh no, sorry, the one from American Werewolf in London as well. Just don't like him. What? Do you like Van Morrison? Astral Weeks. I'm not. You're not going to believe. You me. don't like Van Morrison. Shut up. I don't like Van Morrison, but Astral Weeks is in my top five albums of all time. No, it ain't. You've never once mentioned that. Crowded House. <laughs> That's, where, has he not Crowded House out your top five? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you've changed. <laughs> so, since you've done off the beaten track, you really pretend no, to like things. No, I like things. I know you don't ago. like... Oh, no, you've never, you've never once mentioned you like Van Morrison. You can't start saying because it now. Because dominating the conversation... Banging on about because the London boys are. London Knights. <laughs> it did. Show some fucking respect. Both um, of them. Yeah, died in a car crash together. No one did. No. They, you, they, you remember, you, you had a black went, armband on. No, they went off. Yeah, they you went off a mountain. Can you remember you put a black armband on? <laughs> mark of respect. You don't fucking laugh about a mark of respect. What are you going to do now? Start giving people the finger when they take the knee? Fuck's sake, honestly. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. How are you? Right. <laughs> where, where were we? Hispania 82. I think I might have had too much to drink tonight. <laughs> we ain't done one for ages and I got a bit excited. Hispania 82. How good was Hispania 82? Is that the first World Cup you remember? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I had the sticker book for Europa 80. Like, because I my first football sticker book was 80. Yeah. And I've got, I remember, like, 80 was white, and then I've got 81. I think 82 was green. Like, I'm talking Panini. Uh, yeah, because there was only one. So yeah. It weren't, weren't a Merlin. Merlin didn't even exist then, nah, did it? But I had Europa 80. That was, like, black, that book. And then, obviously, I want to get Hispania. Was that Hispania green, or was that Mexico? It's, it's, Mexico 86 was white, wasn't it? Yeah. Did, did you complete any of them? 
No. I, com- I completed Hispania 82, but there was one I couldn't get and I had to send off for. Mm. And I bet you did as well, didn't you? Yeah. Such a knob. I can't remember. It was, it was some bloke, hun- number 148. Right. Some blo- Was it some bloke from Chile? I don't know. Right. I used to love a football I've, sticker. I've got it. I've got fucking... I completed 82 and 86, but then I don't think I completed 90. In 86, can you remember you had that little sweet holder, that PK thing? Yeah. PK was a mascot, yeah. wasn't it? And you had that, like, fucking... I don't know where you nicked it from a shop or something. I think I was working part-time in the sweet shop then. Yeah. And it just became available. Because you could fucking... You could get... <laughs> you could get bubble gums, couldn't you? And every one, yeah. you got a fucking sticker. That's right. And, like... You collected the little stickers of Pico with all the teams on. That's I forgot right. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you had that. Yeah, Spaniard 82. So, I want to finish today uh, on... Uh, there was a lot of men in 82. Right, so, I want I want you to uh, talk me through some fights. Now, you see they're going. Are they going to pan out, all right? Well, I'll do my best. So, I'm matching up the Spaniard 82 England side. Yep. Versus the team from Escape to Victory. Oh, fucking hell. Well, there was quite a few. Osman, would he have been wait, involved? Wait, 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 wait. Osman Russell Osman, Osman, I've left out of it. Right, yeah, because he, he's got to remain neutral. He'd play for both. Yeah. Right. First of all, goalies. Clements versus Stallone. <sighs> Big hands. See, so you've put me in a difficult position there because I, I think... He's a nice guy, Clements, but I think that could be his undoing, mm. Stallone. You think? Yeah. If you'd have said Shilton... Yeah, well, you know, he won't, he won't afraid to throw his hands around, was he? Definitely not. Right. He's had a lot of practice, hasn't he, before he's even left the house. This is a good one. John Walk versus Peter Wyff. Walk v Wyff? Mm. That's going to go the distance. The static from pubes is going to be insane. They're going to be locked Moustache, together. The beards. The ref's mm-hmm. going to be trying to separate them and yeah. he can't. Yeah. Like Velcro. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to call this. <sighs> I mean, it's going to go to points every time, isn't it? Uh, it's a split decision. Walk. Fair play. Fair play. Just about... But there'll be a rematch. Okay. Keegan versus Ardiles. A lot of flair. (laughs) 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 He's little Ardiles, but he's quick. Yeah, nippy. Ira and Keegan gonna be too busy trying to look good. I reckon he'll be like worried about his his, his perm. I'll check in the mirror and do yeah. his barnet. Yeah, I reckon before you know it, our dealers literally would fucking invade him and fucking take him over. But this was the year of the Falklands. We won. I'd love it, I'd really love it, Keegan. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, we've got some big hitters here. Michael Kane versus Terry Butcher. Butcher. Okay. Kane, Kane does his eye. He yep. gets the claret. Yeah. Gets the claret, but Wraps they patch him up, yep. send him out, knock out, yep. butcher. Right. Fair enough. Last Just one. Just smashes his glasses across his fucking smug cockney face. Okay. Last one. Um, Not a lot of people like that. 
66 hero, Bobby Moore uh, versus Graham Ricks. <laughs> Ricks is tasty. Where's the fight? He, he's tasty. He's tasty, but we didn't know it at this point. But Greavesy is Moore's corner man. Right. Ricks has put a few good shots in. Yeah. Moore's cut. Greavesy patches him up. Yeah. And he just whispers to Moore as he goes out, he's a nonce. Thanks for listening Moore. to uh, Acceptable in the 80s. We'll be back next time. And uh, Bobby Moore, yeah? Definitely. Okay, good. Well done. Did you whisper the word again? Well, I was saying that our Greaves, he would have said it to Moore. Right. He was just letting him know. Okay. Give Moore that extra. I mean, Moore didn't need any extra motivation, but have we finished now? I think so. Bye, everyone. See you in July. That's for the best. Remembering when we were young in the 80s.